Welcome everyone back to the Roto Sharks NBA podcast. We have the full crew here tonight. Uh, so we have Dylan, who's the GPP expert. Uh, his Twitter handle is Dylan6745 live one. And then we have Ryan, the cash game expert. His Twitter handle is underscore RCC or no, just RC66 underscore. Always get that confused for some reason. It should be 666 because he has such bad luck, but. Um, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk over the November 2nd NBA slate. Uh, it is only a five game slate, so it's nothing, uh, like today's slate was, uh, which I've already talked, um, before we got on here. I didn't watch much of the game today. I was more focused on my Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who just don't look that good, but that's, uh, for NFL slate coming up here soon. Um, talk to me about the slate, guys. What'd you like? What'd you didn't like? Um, I didn't like Mo Bamba coming in on their value against Cat. It's it's not even Mo Bamba's fault, to be honest. They they don't use him right with Wendell. They need to have him coming off the bench or Wendell coming off the bench, one or the other. They can't play both each, with each other because when they're both playing each other, Wendell's not a great shooter as good as Bamba. I think Wendell's a fine shooter, but they don't think so. They just had Bamba sitting in the corner. Uh, whoever the power forward is, I think Vanderbilt was on him. So Wendell had um, – Cat defense, so I don't know. They don't. I think they need to run them both. They both shine when one another's off the floor. So especially uh, with Okiki back, they could run Okiki yeah. at the four. Exactly, but you know Orlando refuses, and they'll they'll play Wendell perfectly fine with Bamba off the floor, but they won't bring Bamba back in until Wendell comes back in. So like they they refuse to play Wendell or Bamba without Wendell, but they'll play Wendell without Bamba, just perfect. So until that rotation gets fixed, I, I don't think you can play Mo Bamba anymore. And he'll probably drop 50 next game because that's just the way it is. But their rotation, they, they don't use him right. Bamba's just sitting in the corner every offensive possession. All right. Yeah, I mean, other than that, other than that, hard not to like Andre Drummond today. He went bonkers. I can't believe 20% of the people, even in GPP, faded the man. Like, how can you fade him? 5,400. More than that. Dan- you, can, you, you look his way. He's, like, viable as a backup at that price. Yeah. Yeah, he's a points per minute animal. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe he was only 64% owned in the clutch shot today. Yeah, he was 80% of mine. Yours was single entry. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, he should have been 100% in everywhere. I don't know why anybody wouldn't have played him today. Exactly. Um, but yeah, size. So, how, uh, did you play NBA at all today? I did not. I, uh, was busy running around. I had to help my, uh, brother today. His, uh, Car broke down on the highway, um, ended up changing the tire on the highway. Then had to go do some of my stuff that I already had to do. Um, followed him to work to make sure the tire didn't fall off or anything, you know. But uh, it was a very busy day, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't enjoy it today at all. All right. I get it. I get it. But even I know when Embiid's listed out, Drummond's a must play. That's true. I mean, that's one. that's DFS 101. Sure. The uh, yeah, we were all over uh, OG and Nobi today. He came in at a very low ownership, which is very. Surprising. Well, Scotty Barnes was out, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Yes, I, I still kept up on some of the news. You know, I was getting the notifications, and you, you know, I love Scotty Barnes, and I saw that he was out. I was like, you know, just in my head, you know, you guys can never turn it off. You know, if you're doing, if you're out with family, like last night, I was trick or treating. Even no matter what you're doing, if you get a notification and you see somebody's out, you're like, oh, this guy'd be a good play tonight. No matter what you're doing, right? Oh yeah. The best part of my night every night is right when it hits 7 o'clock, the slate ends. So Fantasy Labs, is, you know, they release 50 tweets at once about the next day news, which is always fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got a lot about today's slate, that's for sure. I got a lot of those notifications. Yeah, especially on the oh, yeah. side, which we are going to oh, talk yeah. about first. And we'll let, uh, you know, we'll just dive right in. Dylan, what do you like about the Bucks? I mean, you, you, have, you have to play Giannis tomorrow. I, I hate saying it so freaking often, but you you have to play Giannis tomorrow. Especially still no Drew, yeah, still no Drew, still no Brolo, uh, no Chris Middleton. I, I mean, I respect Jeremy Grant defense. I respect uh, they don't have Bay defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I just saying, it. I respect Pistons defense in general. I respect Isaiah Stewart defense. I see with Cade back tomorrow. Yeah, I respect their defense, but nobody on my team can stop Giannis. No, exactly. I, that's what I'm saying. In like, I'm talking about value here. I don't mind guys like Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen. Um, but I, I see this game as a very close game. It's going to be very low scoring. Um, I don't think Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen are going to hit value tomorrow at those prices. Um, Pat Connaughton is extremely priced up. I don't like him at 5K at all. He's going to have either Cade or Killian defense. Um, and we've seen Cade absolutely lock the fuck up. Um, so I don't know. I don't like the guards from Milwaukee tomorrow. Um, I'm not a huge, I, I think all the value you're going to want from this, uh, Milwaukee team is going to be from their big men in Thymesis, Nawara, Bobby Portis, and, um, Giannis. So I'm not a big fan of the guards on this team, especially since they're all priced up, especially, you know, Grace Allen's has a knee, little, a little knee injury. Um, he's very scoring dependent, so I hate taking shots on him in cash because you know you never know what you're, especially with him at 5K now. So I don't know. I think it's just Giannis, Portis, Nawara, and Donis is for me. Yeah, I really like Portis if he continues to get more minutes, which he should. Uh, I really like Donis. He'll get probably around the same amount of minutes he got against Utah. Uh, the only odd man out for me is Nora. He just hasn't been there recently, and his minutes have been really inconsistent, especially yeah. with Portis coming back into the lineup. For sure. But, yeah, I'm in agreement. I'm not on Grayson Allen. I'm not on Pat Connaughton. I really like Portis. I really like Thanasis, and I think that Giannis is a must tomorrow. On a five-game slate, you got to play this guy. For sure. All right, Ryan, or Size, what do you like about Milwaukee, if anything, we haven't already said? No, I mean, I think you guys hit it. Giannis is a must-play. Portis, Portis is definitely on there because if you look at the Pistons' uh, bench, um, they don't really have elite defenders like they do in the uh, starting rotation. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge gave them a pretty good um, minute. Obviously, Portis, I mean, he's, I don't think he's he's got a better offense game than Aldridge. But I think he still go out there and get the rebounds off the bench. And at 4,700, he got 15 minutes his first game. Then, he, you know, they rested him. His second game, he got 19 minutes. 
So I look forward with all this, all the injuries. I think he's going to see about 25 minutes the next game. So I really like shots in those 20 minutes last game. Yeah, I know. It's like he, he, um, I think he's definitely a good play, especially if he plays 25 minutes at 4,700. You guys want to know something that's crazy about Giannis? That he took 20 shots, right? The whole game. 11 of his 20 shots were three pointers. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. He he really trying to shake that stigma. He was three for eleven, so you know, he didn't shoot terrible. What is that like? Just under thirty uh, percent. Right. I mean, e- even even not shooting terrible, I would still say that being the the guy with no Middleton, no Drew, no Brolo, he he's got to just play his game and do what he's good at. Yeah. Well, he's got to go right. out there. Attack the paint and do what Giannis does. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Ryan. Uh, you're um, it's it's sad to be a, a Michigan fan. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy. Detroit is right for every team. Like I'm, Detroit, I'm, yeah, I'm Lions. Happy. Yeah, man. but but let's let's just say this: Milwaukee's defense has not been great this year because of the fact they've been missing two of their good defenders, and now they're missing Chris Middleton as well. So without three of their defenders. Kay Cunningham, lock and load today, tomorrow? I don't, I don't know if I would say lock and load. Um, you know, Kay Cunningham. He definitely uh, should play. Only, I think he should play. I don't know why they're being so cautious with him. I hate it. I really do. I mean, guys, first pick, you know, I'd be super cautious with him. But, um, yeah, he, saw, he played 18 minutes the first game. I think he'll play more. I think he's 20 to 25 this game for sure. Um, he shot terrible, which – any everyone does coming, you know, coming off their first game from injury. We see it all the time. NFL with like injuries, first game they don't do much. Um, so it's not a surprise that he shot so poorly. Um, because a lot of you know, like I said, a lot of people do it. So I like him. He's gonna get you the peripherals, steals, blocks, rebounds, assists, points. Um, and he took a shit ton of shots in those minutes. So I really do like Katie Cunningham at only five K. Um, if he can knock down some shots, he's going to play more minutes, get more rebounds, steals, especially against a Milwaukee team. Um, that's without, like, a shit ton of their best players. Um, so I think there's going to be more turnovers for sure. So, yeah, I like Kate Cunningham. Uh, it's probably the only piston I like. You can't really play Jeremy Grant at 7,400. I mean, you can. Um, he was terrible last game, only scored 15 FanDuel points. Um, but he got into foul trouble. So if he's on Giannis, you know. Those big men, I think you can see him in foul trouble again. So I don't know. It's probably just keep coming him or bust for me. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think you can take shots elsewhere in the lineup, but I don't like taking my shot on Cade tomorrow. Yeah, so do I. Especially on a small slate like this, there's not much. I mean, there is value, but not as much as, you know, on a bigger slate. Yeah, I agree. For sure. I think he nailed the Detroit take. Um, there's just, I don't know. They're not a good offensive team. Um, we'll see We'll see what Cade Cunningham does. Cause even the they guy, are undefeated uh, with Cade Cunningham, so maybe we'll see him go 2-0 tomorrow. What, what I was going to say is uh, even the great rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, didn't have the best shooting performance his first game. He was 5 for 13. So there's hope. Jalen Green has been awful. Jalen Suggs was horrible today. 
Yeah. Jalen Suggs was awful his first couple games. Yeah. Nobody's really compared to Scotty Barnes yet. Ron Wagner didn't do really get going until his third or fourth game. So, you know. He's got going today, that's for sure. Yeah, I love Fran. He's got fucking dunk. Holy shit. Dunk over fucking three people. Yeah, he's a big part of the reason why Orlando won today. Him and Cole yeah. Anthony. And Wendell. Wendell, I think, had like a 15-15 game. Yeah, Wendell did good. Sure. But yeah, that's about it from this game. Just, you know, Giannis, the Antetokounmpo bros, Portis, and then Cade. Really, only four to five players in this game you can play, so don't look much into it. For sure. Now, uh, the next game that we have, uh, we're going to wait on some injury news as well from this game. It's going to be the Miami Heat traveling to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, right now, uh, Dallas is, if I'm reading this correctly, Dallas is favored by two for some odd reason, which is really weird. That's the yeah. opening line. Bam or Miami? Yeah, that's really yeah. weird. I know uh, Bam is questionable, and uh, Maxi Kleber's out for Dallas so far. So we got to keep an eye on some uh, injury news tomorrow, especially when it comes to Bam. Uh, we'll start with you, Dylan. What do you like about Miami? Um, actually, I like Bam if he plays a lot. I don't. Th- I don't think Kristaps plays on the other side, and I don't think anybody, any of their big men that will play if Kristaps doesn't play, really have the ability to slow Bam down. For sure, I agree. And, and right now. Right now, if uh, Bam doesn't play, then I might like some other guys. But I think Bam plays, so I'm really not on anybody else on this Miami side. Everybody's a little priced up at the moment. I don't know if I'm going to say everyone is priced up. You know, you can still take shots on Tyler Carroll just because no one else on the bench, especially Max Struess out tomorrow, can even shoot the ball or, you know, I would say, like, you know, no one really can score for them off the bench. I mean, maybe if you want Dwayne Dedman or Marquise Morris to score, Gabe Vincent, I don't know. I think Tyler Hero, I love Tyler Hero. I'm only 6,400. I mean, we're seeing him consistently hit that value. I mean, he's not doing much more than that. But still, on a slate like this, when you're getting that much consistent value, um, especially with Max Drusau, I think Max Drusau is a huge thing for the for Tyler Hero because Max Drusau has been taking what? Um, what was it? He's been taking about, you know, five to ten shots every game. So, especially with him off the bench or him not playing, I think that's a huge bump to Tyler Hero, especially um, in a game where they're going to need Tyler Hero. I think this game's a lot closer than previous games have been. So, I love Tyler Hero tomorrow, only 6,400. I think he's a lot to hit value, for sure. I don't mind him. I just want to look at guys more upside. I agree that it's fairly easy for him to hit value. But, I mean, looking at this from a GCP point of view, I don't want a guy that's going to hit value. I want a guy that's going to 7X. Yeah. Again, guys, my takes are strictly cash takes, and Dylan's are strictly GPP, or not strictly, but, you know, his are GPP takes. Like, mine are from a cash point. His are from a GPP point of view. So we're going to disagree a lot just because, for me, I can't look at, like, the low floor, high ceiling guys. I have to look for, you know, like, safer plays. So basically – that's what my point of view is. So just you're going to hear us disagree a lot, but it's not like we're totally against each other's plays. It's just. I mean, Ryan, speaking of uh, safe guys, uh, Bam is out. Jimmy Butler has hit value uh, five straight times or four straight slates. 
Yeah, I don't mind Jimmy Butler at all if Bam is out. I just think, I don't know, on this slate, you know, you're already paying up for a Giannis. Um, I don't know. If you can play Jimmy Butler, especially when there's not much value on this slate, that's the only concern with me. I think you're safer off playing a Kyle Lowry and Tyler Harrow if Bam is out than playing a Jimmy Butler because you have to play Giannis. And if you play Butler also at 10K, that really limits your uh, upside like for your lineup because just there's not much value. So I don't think Jimmy's a must. Unless you're Dylan. planning on fading Giannis. I yeah. And and I was going to pitch that to Dylan. In the GPP world, large field, is there any play on fading Giannis? I mean, I, against the Pistons, I really don't think you can. But if you do, the only reason you should is to play Jimmy if Bam doesn't play. Yeah, for sure. All right, right takes into the uh, – Wait, wait, wait I'm, not I'm, not, yeah. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Yeah. Bam misses. Kyle Lowry becomes an outstanding play. I mean, we saw him absolute dominate the usage last game. I and mean, we saw him take, um, what was it? Eight, I mean, he, saw, he shoots like 10 shots a game, right? And with Bam out, he crashes the boards. I know we saw him get six boards a couple times with Bam, but last game he really looked involved in the game. And he only played 29 minutes because this game blew out. This game blew out, so they didn't play much in the fourth quarter of the starters. So I love Kyle Lowry tomorrow tomorrow at that price if Bam misses. Really do, because it's really him and Jim. He's really, like, the key vocal point for the offense um, with Bam out. I know Jimmy is the main guy, but it really helps Kyle Lowry's um, usage for sure. So love Kyle Lowry's price if Bam is out. One guy I do don't mind taking a shot on on this team is Caleb Martin. With Max Struess out, we saw him play 26 minutes last game with Bam out, so I don't mind taking shots on him, especially with Struess out. He will be the secondary, basically the main guy off the bench when Harrow comes in the second half and plays the rest with the starters and then comes out. So, Caleb Martin at only 3,600. We saw him play 26 minutes last game, especially with Struess out. Don't mind taking shots on him at all. Did he, did he play a little bit more in the blowout? I assume so, yes. But but he'll pick up the minutes from Shrews being out. Yes, exactly. He yeah. played the second most minutes off the bench last game. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't mind that. I, don't, I also don't mind taking a shot at Duncan Robinson. I say that every slate. His price hasn't gone up because he hasn't done shit. But eventually we're going to see him just start draining threes one game and have a 40 Fando point game. Exactly. And that can win you a tournament. Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely don't mind taking shots on him, especially if Bam is out. Yeah. Now you want to take us to the how Mavericks? How do you feel about the? Yeah, how do you feel about the Mavericks? Uh, for me, <laughs> I don't like anybody really. From like Luca has disappointed me all season. Every time I played him, um, don't like really any of the Mavericks going up against the Heat defense, especially if they're all healthy, right? Um, yeah, I'm not really the uh, biggest fan on any of the Mavericks because. Like you guys mentioned, the one guy, you know, Kristaps is going to be out. Kleber is going to be out. The one guy you would want to play is Luka Doncic, but Giannis is a better player than Luka, right? Like, you're not, and you're not going to be able to find, you're not going to be able to Jimmy, Jimmy's a better player without Bam than Luka. Right. So, oh, I'm yeah. not really, uh, Luka gets Jimmy defense tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not yep. really a big fan of any of these guys, and their bench ain't really that great. Um, like outside Jimmy. of Brunson. 
Yeah. yeah I was going to say, I disagree. I, I really like Brunson if Kristaps is out again. Yeah. Yeah. Brunson's going to take all the shots. He's going to, he's going to lead that bench. Um, but other than that, I mean, if you need the value, Brunson's going to be the guy. He gets to 20 plus minutes, almost 30, damn near. We saw Moses Brown play one minute last game. Maybe that's something, to, you know. <laughs> Uh, I love that guy. I don't know why they're not playing him. Yeah, they went and got him from Boston, and then they just leave him on the bench. I don't get it. I think he's much better than Power Willie Cauley Stein. He is. I mean, he's shown it in the games he's played. I mean, I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe he has something the, against the coach. I don't know. But again, yeah. Boban. I, think I, I mean, last game, didn't he? I mean, we saw the Thunder last play. year decide to sit. Al Horford for the rest of the year to keep him healthy so they could trade him because they felt so confident with Brown for the season. But then they traded Brown with Horford. They traded Yeah, him which made day. no sense. <laughs> which also you know, they Brunson, start Derek Brunson, <laughs> Brunson has had two bad games, but what people don't realize is um, he played um, Devion Mitchell defense and probably bench, yep. Monty Morris defense. Yep, off the bench. Yeah. So he, he had a couple tough matchups. Yeah, and especially yeah. with Jimmy being on um, Luca. What's his face? Luca, I don't mind Brunson. He'll be the main guy, I think, even when he's on the floor with Luca. I'm not scared of Tyler Hero defense. Um, you know, not at all. so um, that's who he'll get most of the time. He'll get some Kyle Lowry defense, which I'm it's it's iffy. I'm not the biggest fan of Kyle Lowry defense. But, it used to be a lot better. It, it's taken a big hit, but it seems like he's getting better slowly again. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. also 37 years old, fellas. Like, he's not, Yeah, you know. It, I mean, How things go down when you get older. He's like 36, 37, for sure. Wait, yeah. Can I trade that mm-hmm. much for him? Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But, yeah, it's probably just Brunson for me. I don't like anyone else. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Although I'm really interested to see uh, who absorbs Max Kleber's minutes, which uh, obviously he played almost none against Sacramento. But we didn't really see anybody get too much more of a bump than they already were. They got spread out pretty evenly. Yeah. All right, so for for any Kyle Lowry um, lovers out there, he is actually 35. He'll be 36 in March. So, you know, what, like three months off, five months off? He'll be 36. Before two years. Technically, you're two years off. You first said 37. I said he's like 36, 37. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. 36, 37 is basically the same, you know? I guess. I guess. I guess. I, I, I will let you guys know. Udonis Haslam saw three minutes last game, and he's still 3,500. Yeah. You know who I can actually see getting minutes tomorrow? That? I could one. I could 100% see Bovon getting minutes tomorrow if Bam plays. Yeah, I don't mind it, but that, I hate playing Bovon. Why? Because he just doesn't play enough minutes every game. And at the, I mean, I get it. 3,500 is a big points. I love Bovon, but you know, you're not guaranteed, especially in like again, this is what we're talking about, guys. I'm talking from a cash point of view. I don't know. Like, you just don't know how many minutes of Obon's going to get every night. Coach could play in zero. You could play in 15, 20. You just never know with Bobon. Never know. Yeah, I agree with that. But, I mean, anytime he's starting, he's viable. He's not going to start, though. Uh, if Bam plays, he could. I would start him over power at WCS just to uh, try to slow they Bam down. 
They won't, though. You know that. They have. They have. They we have saw before, them do it multiple times last year. Yeah, last Especially year, with bigger power centers like Embiid, like Bam. Well, they've played some big power. They played Rashawn Holmes the other day and didn't play Bobon. Yeah, I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying it's something I could see them doing, especially with the how they've been playing without Kristaps. Yeah, for sure it's a must. I will love it if Boban's starting, for sure. But I, if he's not, then you don't know how many minutes he's going to play. But if Boban's in the starting lineup, you're guaranteed 15 minutes from him. Yeah. So And in 15 minutes, Boban. he's going to smash that price tag, which for is something sure. I've never said about any player before ever. Well, Drummond, we said that, but we could say that about Drummond when he started. Yeah. This is, this is the day they really decided to rest fucking Embiid. Out of every single day I said, oh, just rest him. His knee looks terrible. Oh, my God, you're playing on the back and back. Rest him. No, we won't. We'll, we'll play him, even though he's got a sore knee, but he finally his knee's healed. Oh, but now we'll rest him. Now we'll get him rest. We knew it was coming. God, but I don't, it just was, they're, they're so dumb. I want to know. Dylan, what do you think? Um, who has the worst guarantees, Charles Barkley or Ryan? <laughs> I would say Charles Barkley by her. It's a it's a very valid question. Anytime anytime Ryan says somebody's guaranteed not to play, I put him in my lineup in hopes of low ownership. Did that with Joker. Yeah. Joker never garners the ownership that he should. Uh, yeah. Uh, people are scared like, of that price tag that people will shove Giannis into their lineups at that price tag, but they shy away from Joker for whatever reason, and it's nine times out of ten a mistake. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a great play. Now, um, I know talking off uh, off the air here, I know – Dylan's a big fan of one of these players on this next uh, game, uh, but it's the Sacramento Kings going up against the Utah Jazz. Right now, it's two nineteen, and the Utah Jazz are favored by nine. Um, we'll start with you, Ryan. What do you like about Sacramento? I'm going to steal Dylan something here. I know exactly what he's talking about. Um, Rudy Gobert, the best player in the slate tomorrow, besides Giannis. Absolutely. I mean, Sacramento he's not from fun. Sacramento, but okay. And that wasn't my thunder. Oh. Well, then yep. you're talking about someone else on the team. Anyway, I do have Rudy Gobert in my lineup right I'm now. I'm guessing though. it's the guy who's 5,500 at point guard then. I'll let you talk it about is. that, though, after this. Um, but I love Rudy Gobert. I think he's the best player on the slate, besides Giannis, against Sacramento. We've seen centers just absolutely dominate the Sac- Rashawn Holmes and the Sacramento uh, backcourt or front court. So Rudy Gobert has been playing minutes, which is surprising. Usually you see him play like five less than every other starter, but he's been playing the minutes which is very, very nice to see. Um, and he's been scoring more. I mean, he didn't score much against the Bucks, but he had Giannis on him. And Giannis is like, I don't know, I think they're the same height, or maybe Giannis is taller. So when Giannis is on him, that's kind of tough to score. Giannis is really – he's really underrated as a defender, in my opinion. Um, so I don't mind. Um, you know, he, had, he, he still played really good for playing on Giannis. So Did you just say that Rudy Gobert is underrated as a defender? No, I said Giannis is underrated as a defender. Oh, okay. The um, guy that's won Defensive Player of the Year multiple times is underrated. He has, but no one, no one thinks of Giannis as a defender. No one does. That's I, what I'm saying. I do. I, you do, but no one else does. People attack Giannis' defense all the time. So, um, anyway, Rudy Gobert against Sacramento. We've been seeing him score consistently, like, 
he's been putting up 20 points in, a, like, th- three of the six games, which usually we don't see that from Rudy Gobert. So he's been taking a shit ton of shots, and he's been getting a shit ton of rebounds. Tomorrow I don't see much much different. He's going to get you blocks, going to get you the points. I think you see a fifth yeah, or ugh, cannot talk his second fifty point game uh from Rudy tomorrow. For sure. And at only eighty two hundred at only eighty two hundred, that is an absolute steal on tomorrow's slate. Yeah, I think without a doubt, Gobert is the best setter tomorrow. But I think and I very rarely say this about Utah, I think you need more than one piece from Utah tomorrow. And for me that other piece is Mike Claude made fifty five hundred. For sure. For sure. I, I love I love Mitchell too, but I do think that Mitchell gets some of that Mitchell defense and it slows him down. And Mike Conley is the one that picks up that slack. Yep. Uh, I mean, he plays 30 minutes tomorrow at 5,500. He's going to blow that price tag out of the water. Absolutely. And I don't mind a Bogdanovich at 5,400 either. Yeah. I love that take. Love Mike Conley tomorrow. Yeah, he is without a doubt my second favorite play in the slate right now. What about you, Saz? No, I think you guys nailed it on the Jazz side, even though I asked about the Sacramento side. <laughs> but uh, Really? You did? Brian was oh. overexcited. <laughs> and Dylan even corrected you, like, Gobert doesn't play for Sacramento, and, like, that just went way over your head. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but I love I love I love Rudy Gobert tomorrow. Um, obviously, because uh, the Kings can't stop anybody down low. But uh, it if Bam plays, I would think it's Gobert, uh, Bam at power forward, and Giannis at the small forward as of right now. And you, you got to find your uh, value plays because uh, me and Dylan was talking, and a fifty five hundred Mike Conley um, after he done gave Milwaukee the business. Uh, he's going up against De'Aaron Fox defense, and De'Aaron Fox can't play defense. Yep. Yep, I love De'Aaron Fox, but he is not a defender at all. No, he's not. The only one you would have to worry about is Devion Mitchell. Uh, when he comes in, you would think he would guard – he'd probably guard Mitchell. And Clarkson. Yeah. Even if Conley's no. on the floor with with uh, without um, Mitchell, I think he'll be on Clarkson, so – not yeah, yeah but uh, Devion Mitchell gets a lot of run with the uh, first team as well. Like I've watched some of their games. And he, oh, I know. He, I'm he, saying, I'm saying, no matter what, he won't be on Conley in my opinion. He'll be on Clarkson or Mitchell the entire game. So who do you think they put on uh, Clarkson when Fox and Mitchell's the guards? You mean Conley? Yeah, who do you think they put on Conley when Fox, Fox. and Mitchell are in the game? Fox, you think sure. they still run Fox? Clarkson takes a shit ton of shots, and he's a great shooter. They're definitely going to put Mitchell on him. Yeah, I agree. Because I can see Mitchell guarding Mitchell. Uh, Devion guarding, well, Spida. Yeah, Donovan, for Spida. sure. He'll guard Spida for sure, but you said Conley or Clarkson. Yeah. I don't know. I would think uh, you would want to stop the guy penetrating the hole. That's what I'm saying. He'll be on Clarkson or Mitchell the entire game. He won't play on Conley. Just letting you know that. He will play Clarkson or Mitchell the entire game. I'm going to watch this game tomorrow, and I am going to hit you in the Discord. Okay, if, if, uh, if there's, like, two plays he's on Conley, I swear you're probably going to me for that, too. So, I, I will. <laughs> I for sure will. All right. All right, Dylan, you want to give us uh, the likes and dislikes about the Kings since Ryan just skipped all over it? Um, there's one. Uh, I like Mitchell. That's it. I like him, too. Uh, this Utah team is still playing extremely strong defense. 
And uh, I'm not willing to take any of these starters at their prices against Utah. I Davion Mitchell at 4000 I don't mind him, and that's about it. I like Tristan Thompson. I don't mind taking shots on him. I mean, you see 20 minutes again from him. I like it. He's a big points per minute guy. So um, he saw 21 minutes last game, and I like that. Yeah, Alex I mean, Lenz out. That's the only game we've seen him get that, though. I know, which he played very well in it, so we could see him continue. But that's what I'm saying. I don't like really anyone. I agree with Dylan there. Just Utah defense is very, very good. So um, it sucks when, you know, it's a small slate and you got the two best defensive teams on the slate. So, Yeah. Yeah, the only guy I would even think about as a starter is Harrison Barnes. But, I mean, 7,700, he's just not. Yeah. I'd rather play the three times. The ceiling isn't high cool. enough for yeah, me. I'd rather play Buddy Heald than Barnes. But. Well, I said starters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't like any of the starters. And, and I'm never extremely high on Buddy Heald. His ceiling is higher than his 6,600 price tag. But, man, he, he does not hit it often enough. No, he does not. Yeah, I'd rather just play the guys on the other side at that point. For sure. All right, you guys nailed that take. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Kings either. Utah's number two in total team defense. Right behind, um, who was it? it Miami. Miami, yeah, of course. Um, So the next game is the New Orleans Pelicans traveling to the Phoenix Suns. Honestly, the Suns are off to a rougher start than I thought they would be. Uh could be the championship hangover. Uh, but right now, Phoenix is favored to win by 10.5. Um, Ryan, did you want to talk about New Orleans or Phoenix? I don't, I'll talk about choose. New Orleans. So you're gonna, I, mean, I don't want to choose. It. Yeah. You, choose any, you choose anyway. So. I don't want to mess up again, so I'll just, I'll just talk about New Orleans. So you, this is a team you need news on. You need the Brandon Ingram news. You need the Devontae Graham news. I mean – um, you know, if Devontae Graham and Brandon Ingram both miss, Nikhil Alexander-Walker becomes a must-play, in my opinion. Um, last game, Devontae Graham played, so I took a lot away from Walker. But if Graham and Ingram both miss, Nikhil, Alexander- Ugh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker becomes a must-play because he's going to take the most shots on the team. Like, I think, you know, you could see Joe, Joe Val take the most shots on the team, but he'll be taken. He'll have the most usage on the team for sure. Um, and if... Ingram and Graham both miss. I think you have to play. I don't think you have to, but Joval becomes very intriguing because he'll be one of the only scoring options on this entire team um, if both Ingram and Devontae. Because Devontae Graham hasn't taken 15 to 20 shots a game. So I, when you have two guys like Ingram and Graham, both that's like 40 shots a game. You're just taking out a lineup right there. So, you know, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of this team if both of them play at all. You know, you see it spread around. I don't like any of them. I hate Devontae Graham's price. Really do. So, I don't know. I don't like much of this team if both of them play, but I love Walker and Valley Junis if both miss. I also like Trey Murphy if both miss. I think you see an uptick in his minutes. And without Devontae Graham in the lineup, and he'll be the main guy off the bench, I think you see a shit ton of shots from him. Only 3,700. I don't mind it. And I don't mind Kira Lewis either at both minutes because Kira Lewis would be the main point guard off the bench. And we saw him play 16 minutes and take 10 shots in those 16 minutes. So I don't think he'll be off the bench if they both miss. You think Kira will start? I do. 
I don't mind it, yeah. I think Sadoransky will start, though, for more experience. Maybe. They they started Kira a couple times last year. They like Kira. Yeah, I know. I like Sadoransky, too, then. If, he, if, he's, if he's off the bench, I think Sadoransky is a really good play. I like Sadoransky more than Kira. I don't like Kira if he starts. He's not going to have as much usage as he would off the bench. So. Yeah, I agree with that. Whatever point guard comes off the bench. That's just how I look at it. I also like Najee Marshall if he can be guaranteed minutes because that dude was a points per minute beast last year for them at the end of the year. So you just need to yeah, see was. minutes. And I, I mean, I don't know. I love him. If I, I think if Graham and Ingram both miss, I think you see a shit ton of um, minutes from Najee Marshall tomorrow. Um, yeah, and I also I was like really surprised Jones. he only played eleven last time. Yeah, I know. I, I, this is what I'm saying. I like all the value from the Pelicans tomorrow if Ingram and because I like Herbert and Jones. They, they've been starting them for a reason. And without Ingram last game, we saw Herbert finally take shots, finally get the points. He's been finally shooting. I mean, you're going to see him get boards, assists, steals. I mean, at 4K, you don't need much from him, especially if Graham's out. So I like all the value tomorrow. I think you can play almost anyone from this team if Ingram and Graham are out. I don't mind anyone. Like, I don't hate anyone from this team at all if Ingram and Graham are out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think you nailed it pretty much. Uh, on the uh, honestly, Herbert Jones, uh, I've watched him play a couple of games back, and he looked freaking awful. But I mean, getting the experience, being in the starting lineup, he is doing better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm really surprised Najee Marshall or Jackson Hayes didn't take four minutes. I expected one or the other to get a big minutes bump, and neither really did. Yeah, I expected one of them to be at least over 20 minutes. So, I mean, unless you know you have a crystal ball and you know one of them is going to get 20-plus minutes, you really can't go with either of them. Honestly, I'm surprised Najee Marshall wasn't in the starting lineup at any point so far this year. With Hart out, with Zion out, Ingram out. Yeah. And I don't mind Josh Hart tomorrow either at 5,500. He is going to be a guy that gets those minutes. He's going to get 30-plus minutes tomorrow if Ingram and uh, Graham are both out. Sure. What about you, Saz? Yeah, I think this is another one we're going to have to watch the news on, um, especially for the Brandon Ingram news. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is probably this is probably the game you're going to find your value um, from the New Orleans side. But I don't think, like, Valanchunas wouldn't be in play because I like Gobert better than Valanchunas. But if you need to find um, value and have to come off of it, then yeah. But I'd also I'm, say Valanchunas is going to be uh, higher owned. For sure. And I, I do like uh, Nall tomorrow, but that dude has been a fucking tease this whole fucking season, dude. Like, every time I play that guy, that guy just sucks. He has, but with, you know, Graham out. And Ingram out, oh, that's 40 shots gone. And not already had great usage with both planes. So, I mean, that's like, he's going to have 20 plus shots with them both out. So, I don't think there's a way you can fade him. I yeah, really I, don't. I mean, he hasn't hit value since he played the Timberwolves, is my only thing. But I do agree that, um, you know, Graham, because Ingram was out the last game against the Knicks. Yeah. But Graham took 21 shots last game. So, if you take Graham and Ingram out, those shots got to go to somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So, he gets you the peripherals. He just, uh, 
he's not been what I thought he would be, to be honest with you. Like, at the beginning of the season, he was racking off those 30-plus points, Fanduel points. And then the last couple games, he just really hasn't been that great. Yeah. But I would still play him. Oh, I say all that, and I say I still would play him. Because you have to. Because you got to go by, you know, what, what you know. And if Ingram and Graham's out, obviously their shot's got to go somewhere. I can see him getting up in the 34, 35 minutes. So, you know, an extra three minutes per game, I mean, uh, he should be able to kill it. Absolutely. Another dude is the, uh, the, um, the, um, well, the Jones kid, Herbert Jones. Uh, he gets you all kinds of perfeels as well. Yeah. I, love I don't know if you've there. ever watched one of their games, but that dude goes up to block shots. Like, the only thing I worry about with him is foul trouble because he's so aggressive. But uh, he's definitely another one of, of a value play that you can look out for. Sure. What about on the uh, Phoenix side? Dylan? I mean... I, for one, really hope uh, Aiton doesn't play tomorrow because if Aiton doesn't play, the only other center I would lock in over Gobert is JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee is a must play. Yeah, he is a bigger lock than Giannis. He is another points-per-minute animal at 4,300 that could easily do what Drummond did today. I don't think he plays as many minutes as Drummond, but I mean, we see him playing 20. I mean, you could see him play 30 minutes. I mean, we're seeing minutes from him. Yeah, I mean, he could legitimately 10x in value tomorrow if eight misses. For sure. The only bad thing is this is a 10 p.m. game, so you're not going to get news but um, until probably after lock. So, I mean, the only the good thing about it, though, is, is you're not going to be playing much people from the, you know, first game, really. Um, so, in Gobert plays at nine, which is great. So you should have the news by then. Um, I mean, sure. I'm, I'm personally going to have a lineup that probably has Jimmy Butler and Giannis in it with JaVale McGee as my center, just in case. Yeah, for sure. What it depends on. Do you still have Jimmy in the lineup? Yeah, I might change it up then, but. You said you think about plays. Yeah, I do. I'm just saying you'll, I will have a lineup that's constructed with, around having McGee at my center, center position. You'll, you'll know if Bam's playing by lock, for sure. Yeah. And we've seen wacky news this year so far. We could see that come out at, like, noon tomorrow, or we could see or it come out, out at 948. Yep. Yeah, news has yeah, been very see. inconsistent, as is normal. You could see Aiden is trending towards playing, and then, oh, now he's out. Yeah, that's how it was for me the other day on Saturday. You know, I had Bam in the lineup. It said trending towards playing, and literally 30 minutes later, about 10 minutes till, or it was actually 10 minutes after lock, um, Bam gets ruled out. So, yeah. And honestly, uh, McGee would be the only guy that I'm really high on here. You can take Chris Paul at 7,800, but I, I don't think this is another one of those teams that's really even in production where it's really hard to pick out one specific guy. I don't I don't mind a Paul, I don't mind a Booker. They could they're both at price tags they could smash, but they're in a position where they don't need to smash them. Exactly. 
So, I mean, honestly, I'd rather play Donovan Mitchell over Devin Booker. I'd much rather play Mike Conley over Chris Paul. Sure. The one guy I really don't mind a lot is Jay Crowder at 4,200. I don't think uh, Hart does much against him, especially if Aiton's out. If Aiton's out, Crowder's another person I'd, I feel like locking into my lineup. For sure, I love Jay Crowder's price, but I think I don't know if you can play that much Phoenix. Um, you know, even with eight now, you know, I th- I really like Devin Booker tomorrow. I really do. Um, I like how he's been getting more peripherals these last few uh, weeks, well, this season, I guess I should just say. Um, you know, we're seeing him get assists and rebounds. We see him get a couple steals in some games. So, um, I I like him. He's finally viable. I would say at this price tag, because you can see his assist numbers and rebound numbers go up, and you know he can score any time. So, especially against New Orleans, who just is absolutely terrible on defense. But this game could blow out, even with Aiden missing. So, I don't know. If Ingram and Graham both miss, I think you can really only play JaVale McGee on this team. Maybe you could play Alfred Payton and, you know, Cam Johnson, but that's really reaching. I would probably just only play McGee and Cash. Um if Ingram and Graham miss, because I just think this game will blow out. You don't want to play a Landry Schmidt? I don't mind it, you know, I don't, but there's better options. Even like especially if Ingram and Graham miss, like I said, I'd rather play Kira Lewis or Sadaransky than Landry Schmidt. Really wish campaign was throwing that buck him in. Yeah. How do you feel about it, Size? Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I like Jay Crowder. His price at 4200 Uh Jamel McGee would definitely be an extremely good play. No Aiton for sure. Um, but other than that, I'm not. I'm not really high on. I mean, I love Devin Booker and all, but I mean at 8200 on this slate, depending on who plays and who doesn't play, obviously it's going to be hard to pay up all the way to uh, Devin Booker and feel comfortable with it. Yeah, I agree. But I just really hope we get that eight news early because, I mean, I don't even think we'd get that there'd be that much ownership on McGee even if eight was out. No, I don't. I think it'll be, especially if we get Ingram news, I think Jova will be insanely high on. Yeah, I agree. But the next game is kind of like the same thing. You got the... Um... I think LeBron is questionable again, which happens, you know, I guess ninety percent of the time now in this all of his both career. Of them are, both of them are always game time decisions. You, you can just AD and Young or LeBron. You never well, know. AD is AD is probable. Yeah, but you could see. Oh, what probably happens is AD gets. Is that game on national television tomorrow? Oh, uh, that's a good probably question. Tuesday. It could be the TNT game. Uh, no, the Phoenix Suns and New Orleans is the TNT game. Hmm. That's not so good. that's even a that's even a better way to rest um, LeBron or whatever. I mean, uh, they are playing the Houston Rockets. Ingram. Well, they are playing the Houston Rockets, right? I mean, they just played them. Um, it was I don't give out a ten thirty game. Isn't the prime time game? Especially since you have the seven thirty game as a TNT game. It's whatever though. I don't know, but. Uh, they just played this Houston team. They kept it closed for whatever reason. Um, Dylan, you like any of the uh, Rockets? 
I like KPJ still. He's going to get that Russell Westbrook defense. It really took him until the fourth quarter to just hit value last time. But I would expect him to have a bounce back and do even better. Um, I, I do expect that at some point he's going to have just an absolute blow-up game. And if you're not playing him that game, you're going to regret it. And against Westbrook defense, it's as good a time as any to have it. For sure. I also don't mind a Christian Wood. He didn't hit value last time, but we could easily see him have a bounce back game, especially if uh, Jay Sean Tate's out. Jay Sean Tate takes a decent amount of usage, which KPJ will pick up some of, Christian Wood will pick up some of. And uh, I don't mind Eric Gordon either. We see Eric Gordon getting the minutes off the bench, getting the usage. And if Tate doesn't play, I think Gordon might be a must-play. Mm, I want to say must. You know, he's very scoring-dependent. Even if he gets – I like him off the bench. I and mean, if he if Tate's out, I think you see him start. And I think that usage goes all the way. You know, he'll play more minutes. For, I mean, he's already playing 30 minutes, though. Um, but he's very scoring-dependent. That's the I, only I, bad thing about Gordon. Honestly, it's the Rockets, so we have no clue who they'll start. We could easily see them starting to wobble over him. Or I would rather Martin. play. I would much rather play if Tate's out. That's um, Elmer, Elper, and Sungin. Then, um, Eric Gordon, only because I think he'll play. He'll get more minutes than he usually is getting, and he's been a points per minute beast. So, um, I think you see. I think you see. Ugh, I think if you see twenty five minutes from Sungin tomorrow, you know you see him hit his first forty point game. He might be starting too with a uh, Tice questionable. If Tice is out and Tate, if Tice and Tate miss, I think Sengen's a must play. He's a he's legit such a points per minute beast. Would you play him over Javale if uh, Aiton's out? No, no, but I wouldn't need to because you can play him at power forward. Yeah, I was just asking. Oh, I would definitely play Javale. And Javale, I would play him over Giannis. Like Javale is such a points per minute. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't know why him. And Boban don't play more. So I guess yeah, it's conditioning with teams, and maybe you know they're not great on defense, but they're so Can you imagine if we get the news that Boban's starting and that Javale starting tomorrow before Locke and have to make that I'd decision? Javale, because you never know what Dallas can do with their bench, and you're nearing yeah, 25 minutes from Javale. So I agree. I just love being able to play Boban. Yeah. But honestly, that's about it for me. It's another one that be, depends on a lot of news, and it's the late game. So it'd be different though, Dylan, if uh, Boban was like a thousand or more cheaper than McGee. He's only six hundred, you know. And Boban's only got high minutes of nine this year. Obviously, if he starts, he'll probably get about fourteen, fifteen. But you're only saving six hundred. Yeah, yeah, it would definitely be McGee. Just Boban is one of my absolute favorite players in DFS and in real life. What about from the other side of the ball uh, with the Lakers? Uh, like, it's crazy. I hate that this game's at 1030 because if LeBron James is out, I would like more pieces to this game. If LeBron James is out, Russell Westbrook becomes a must-play against KPJ sure. defense, and we're just not going to get that news to know. Which is which is crazy. I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I say that, but we might get it because we've gotten it early 
a couple times already. Yeah, could shake up the whole uh, whole night if uh, they rule LeBron out early. I have 56 out of Paul George, and I'm not going to cash. Yep, I'm at blowing. 350, and I'm not going to cash. I'm literally Paul, eight points away from the cash line. It just keeps moving up with George. Yep, I know. What's your uh, what's your cash line? I'm um, 336 right now. That's, that's just nuts. My cash line is 354. Well, no. My, oh, never mind. I might. I don't know what just happened, but I'm at 342, and the cash line's at 344. Yep, I'm at 348. Cash line's actually at 351. I don't. I don't get it though. I need Reggie to fucking do something. And this game just got tied up. Who tied it up? Please tell me it wasn't George. No, it was Kennard, of all people. I, I need OT, but Paul George do absolutely nothing. Um, fuck you. I need Paul George to do all of it. Dude, I don't get it. He's 30% on the mind. He's only I just, I just got into cash in one of my lineups. Okay, good. So you're done. Paul George can do absolutely nothing now. Uh, no. I got cash in my $1 entry. I still need another point at least to get yeah, into I don't get it. the cash. So I just won't stop moving with George. I don't get how all, you know, it's 25% of the people cat or have Paul George. There's no way all 25% of those people are cashing right now or weren't cashing. Yeah, like, there's got to be some people that had Paul George in a shitty lineup. But the cash line just won't stop moving. I don't get it. Paul George at 58.1. If I remember correctly, I think Richie told me Paul George was a bad play because this game blew out. Yeah, I know he did. Hmm. I'm so mad at Reggie Jackson, though. It's just I don't get it. This dude has been so consistent. And now he's having his worst game of the season. And a cool shot. It's doing good for you, though. Yeah, but it's not enough. Anyway, we're, we're still live on a podcast. Sorry, guys. We have the Lakers yeah. to talk about. Giddy's <laughs> <laughs> um, going good. Yeah, I love Giddy. Giddy Rookie of the Year over. He's my guy. And Barnes. Um, but I don't think there's much you can play on the Lakers side if. Everyone plays. It's just it's too much. I mean, I guess you can play LeBron. I love LeBron's price. I love AD's price. It's getting down there. Um, LeBron's consistently hit value besides one game at this price. So, I don't know. I just don't think the game stays close if I'll play. I mean, maybe it does. It stayed close last game, but I just don't it, see it. It did not stay close last game. At one point, it was another absolute blowout that the Lakers oh, like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe they got outscored by 11 in the – Fourth, you like it was a blowout. I think this game's a blowout again. I just I don't know, especially if Tate and um, what's his face miss these Tice, whatever. I just I don't I, and you can't. I don't think you can play anyone. I really don't. You can't play all yeah. three, or you can't even play them if all three play. Yeah, so, I, I agree. The only the only one I'd be willing to even take a shot on if all three play is Westbrook. I would rather take a for shot GPPs. I, I, I would agree with you based on the last game, but I honestly think the only one that's going to stay, that's if it does blow out, is still going to get a decent amount of minutes as Westbrook. Him and LeBron played the most minutes last time, and with LeBron still being his usable, usual questionable self, uh, I think he could see his minutes go down. And Westbrook could see his say exactly the same. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mind, you know, 
DeAndre Jordan if Howard misses again. I mean, you could see close to 20 minutes from him, especially if this game doesn't blow out, you know. So I don't mind it at all. But I, I just don't think you can really play much. It's probably just DeAndre Jordan. Everyone plays for me because he's only so cheap. But, again, I'd rather play anyone else at center. So, And I kind of want to say Carmelo Anthony now, but, I mean, he's so overpriced at this point, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. Right, I think Reggie just got you a steal, I think. Probably not. I'll probably give it to Paul George. I've this on this one game cast, I've literally looked. Right? And like it'd be like Paul George foul. And then they switch it to Eric Bledsoe. And then it'd be an Eric Bledsoe steal. And they switch it to Paul George. It's like you know, I know it's not true because they're just messing up game cast and like, wow, they're really trying to help Paul George out here, like ESPN God. Switching everything to Paul George when something bad happens. No, Paul George got the steal. I told you it would be Paul George's steal. I'm okay with that. Reggie just Reggie. hit you a shot, though. Yeah, I don't care. Paul George, I, he's just, I, I'm not going to cash with Paul George going off, so. Like, the cash lines up, keeps going up with everything he does, so. Yeah, outside of Drummond, Paul George was my favorite play today, and uh, I'm very glad because he just carried me across the cash line after playing a bum Suggs and a bum what, what is What is your cash line? 346. Yep. Yep. Shocker. It's just a fucking shocker. I would be cashing easily, but nope. My cash line's 355. So, my cash line in uh, my $1 lineup, that's always my first lineup I make, is in the NBA SWAT. That cash line's at 346.3. Then the clutch shot, which is what I base my wins and losses off of, is 346.6. And then a jank single entry that I entered last minute because I fought, forgot to enter more contests that only has 238 people in it is at 353.3. So with 351 cash in everything you played? Except for that single entry, yeah. That's just nuts. I don't get it. I don't. I just don't get it. You get, so I'm saying GPPs on the move, guys, in NBA right now. Single entries, cash games, cash line, it is just so high. You just, I think you have to play GPPs. The cash line is just way lower. It's been lower all season. So I don't, like, and this is crazy, but you're going to make your most profit on GPPs. So um, it's just crazy to say because so many people are using optimizers right now. There's so many trains. There's, like, 18 people even in single entries that are, like, 70% owned, which is crazy. Um, so, I don't know. I just, you can't, you just can't play cash games in the NBA right now. You know, I thought it would settle down once the season got going, but it's been two weeks of this. So, I think as long as they have that dual availability, that's what it's going to be like. Yep, exactly. Of course, Paul George. He just gets everything. Every single stat you're going to see is just Paul George. So I mean, Paul George is a stud. What do you expect? I know. I, I know. I just I don't get it. This is honestly the first match of the year where I really, really loved Paul George. I thought this game would be a lot closer than apparently most people thought it would be because the Clippers aren't that good right now without Kawhi. I just don't get how he was so chalk. Yeah, I did not expect him to have 22% ownership in GPPs. I was really upset with his ownership. 
Yep. And apparently everyone easy. that's in cash right now has him. So the 25% that he's owned, every single person cast with him. I guess this must be the optimizers making those lineups for Paul George because no one, I guess, lost with Paul George in their lineup. So no one had a shitty lineup with Paul George. Not one person. So he was legit 25% owned, 25% of the people cash, and the cash line just keeps moving every single time with George. Well, I guess we could probably make our three minds lineup now. Yep. Kind of forgot about that for a second. I know. You want to start today's size? We can definitely do that. I don't think I'm. I don't think you guys ever let me start. That might be. That might. That might be the way to get us back on track. Let me. Let me start. That way, you guys can slam it home. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go with value on one of those uh, guys I do like tomorrow. I like Devion Mitchell. Point my point guard. I like it. Want to go ahead and go next, Ryan? Yeah, sure. Um, um, I'm going to go Tyler Harrow at shooting guard. Hero, I don't mind it at all. I'll go ahead and get the one move that we all know that we're going to play out of the way. You know what? No. Why don't we fade Giannis in this lineup just for fuck's sake? Um, let's take a shot on uh, Sengun. What do you think, Ryan? you like him? I do. Of course, I put him at center. I want him at power forward. Okay, size, you are up. All right, let's do something a little different that we probably won't do tomorrow. Let's see. See, what sucks is we don't have any news, so, like, playing, like, a Westbrook or somebody fucking wouldn't be beneficial. I mean, we can do whatever we want with this lineup. I'm playing Sengun without having news on Tyson Tate yet. Wait, so who'd you take a size? What? Who'd you take? I didn't take anybody yet. Oh. Sorry. You should I know. I'm sorry. All right. Let's take, um, uh, let's take Kate Cunningham at the other point guard position. I like it. Yep. At shooting guard, since we're fading Giannis, play Luca. He's a, I mean, he has 70 point upside and no one's going to have him alone, so. 
Someone don't mind it. Since we are fading Giannis, I do think we should get our value from Milwaukee team, so I'm going to play fantasy small forward. I like it. Giannis, something really weird. Luca has point guard, shooting guard eligibility on Fanduel, but on DK he has point guard, small forward eligibility. They could at least be a little more consistent. And I think he had that on Fanduel last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was one of the only guys that did have. I might be crazy. I might just be thinking of DK. All right, uh, let's go. They uh, kill Alexander Walker at small forward, and you could put Singen at center or um, leave him at power forward, wherever you want to do, right? Okay. Um, Got eighty eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I just want to see what this does real quick. Wait, you can also move fantasies. I have eighty eight hundred bucks. I thought it's mine says ninety four hundred per. Yeah, you probably fucked up somewhere. <laughs> you guys have eighty four hundred per. Eighty eight. What? Okay, let me read this back. I have Davion Mitchell, Cade. Okay. Are you looking at the eighteen eight hundred salary remaining or the ninety four hundred per? Dude, we only got one position left. What are you talking about? We do. We should have two. Dylan, how many spots you got available? Two. Eighteen eight hundred and ninety four for its position. I actually just moved Sengun to power forward playing around with it. We have either two power yeah, forward spots you have in or size. Do I have Devion Mitchell, Kate Cunningham, Tyler Hero? Luka Doncic, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jimmy Butler, Thanos. Why are you, no one took Jimmy Butler. No. <laughs> Dylan, you didn't take Jimmy Butler? No, I don't think I did. <laughs> I thought you said you were no, taking Giannis and taking, picking Jimmy Butler. No, I said Thanos. <laughs> Who had second pick? I did. That's what I'm saying. We should have three picks per. Dylan, me and Dylan haven't made our last <laughs> All right, I got ninety four hundred per position. Yep, good. That's what I thought we were at. Well, I'll just fucking do it then, and we can leave money on the table. I guess let's just fucking play Jimmy Butler at small forward. I'm a psychic. I knew what you was gonna do. No, we no, just... we're still we're still wrong. How are we wrong? You can move Thanasis to power forward. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's the problem. I need to move Thanasis to power forward. <laughs> and we can leave money on the table if you want to play your guy. Which one? You can play any of them, I guess. There's three guys, there's four guys you can play and leave money on the table. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Gobert, depending on news, is the best center on the slate. But we're not we're not worried about news. So remember, we're playing fucking Sengen and Jimmy. 
We usually make the news as we go. Yeah, so news doesn't matter. Whatever you think is going to happen. You think? All right, right. I'm going to play JaVale McGee. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll play. I'm going to play Gobert. Well, if you play him, we can go up from fucking Donatus to, like, Jovel. Not Jovel. Um, fuck, what am I saying? LeBron or Bam or Christian Wood. We could, or we could just play Bam at center position. But if we play McGee, that would make no sense. We're playing Butler. No, I mean, I mean, without playing... I moved Sangun to the power forward just looking around. Sangun's only... Oh, yeah. Well, if you play McGee, then you can get up to Christian Wood. That's about it. I would probably just stick with... Thonis yeah, Joe Either Joe Valor... Joe Valor... What's yeah, I'm going to go with Joe Val. He, he'll be chalky, but this lineup is super not chalk at the moment, so... I think it's okay to play chalky Joe Val with... Uh, Saving Giannis and playing Jimmy. Yeah, I like it. Does everybody have 200 salary remaining? Yes. All right, so we should have the same lineup. All right, so just read it back here. We got Devion Mitchell, Cade Cunningham, Tyler Hero, Luka Doncic, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jimmy Butler, Thanos, Antetokounmpo, um, and then we have Alperin Singen, and then Jonas Valanciunas. Ryan, real quick, check your uh, check your score because I think they took that steal away from Paul George and gave it to Reggie. I did. Looking cat, looking the employee chat. Wow! Oh my God, so fucking close. I don't know. The cash line's still where it was. That makes zero sense. So Paul George was the cash line. If he lost his three points, that makes no sense. I think it was a SGA, an SGA Paul George combo that was keeping you out, or that was moving the cash line up. They didn't give Reggie the steal. Oh, duh, because it's shy. Yeah, they didn't give Reggie the steal. I wonder who they gave it to then, because they took it away from Paul George. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, We will uh, see you on the next episode. See you.